I'm calling this podcast The Things That Mother Jackson Said to Me Before She Died. There are two things that she said to me over the years that I've known her, that I knew her, that my sister Laura and I, that we knew her. There were two things that stood out that she said to me. The first, she said it somewhere like in the 2000 or in the 90s or whatever. And the last thing she said to me, and I'm getting ready to say that first, was the last year of her life. Back in January of 2012, Mother Jackson died somewhere in June of 2012. I had the longest conversation with her the longest that I've ever had with Mother Jackson. Uh, the lady that lived there, Sister Moreland, she put her on. She said, Sister Regina is on the phone. Mother answered the phone. She was still able to answer. She was still able to talk and all of that. And this again, this was in January of 2012. About January, February, March, April, May, June. Six months before she passed away. And for the first time, we had the absolute longest conversation. And we have had some good, lengthy conversations before, like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. This conversation was over three hours, over three hours. And I remember saying to Mother Jackson at the time, I said, Mother... I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm by myself. I don't know what to do. She said, and I think she knew that God was going to call her home because my sister Laura and I would always confide in her if we had things that come up or if we wanted to do something or we're going to make a decision about something. We always confided in Mother A.B. Jackson, prophetess Mother A.B. Jackson. I think she knew that she was going to pass. Mother Jackson said to me, She said, if you got the Lord in your life, you believe God. Pray. She said, you've got to make decisions for yourself. This is what she told me. She said, you've got to stand on God's word for yourself and believe God's word. When you pray, stand on God's word. Believe his word. And again, I believe she knew that God was about to call her home. She knew that she wasn't going to be here any longer. And she said, if you got the Lord and you're not sinning and you come before God with a clean heart, God will hear you. And she said, don't let nobody tell you any differently. She said, go before God. Pray. When you pray, believe what you're praying. And that's what I do now, guys. And she said something back in the 90s, I guess, or 2000, early 2000. She said, we are going to need friends right down here. She said, we all got Jesus. But we're going to need friends right down here. What is a friend, guys? What is a friend? What is a good friend? What is a friend that is... Like she said, we got Jesus, but we're going to need a friend. How many of you out there know someone that you can 
can go to, or you don't even have to go to. They come to you and say, what do you need? I'm going to, I'm going to take care of it. Now I'm going to give you guys an illustration of some things right now. I was speaking to a relative, um, on the other day, we were talking briefly, just talking. And she asked me, the relative asked me, what have those people done for you? What have, talking about the Allens. I thought to myself, does she really want me to open up that can of diamonds? Not worms, diamonds. I began to explain to her how we met back in the year of uh, Hurricane Katrina, back in 2005. Met Mother Sworn, met Laura, my dad, yeah, my dad, and my brother Charles. Now, it's not ironic that they're all going on to be with the Lord, but they met back in 2005. I wanna ask you guys something here today. Because the relative, as I begin to explain to her, and she said, what have they done for you? I was living, living in Georgia, still there, still there live in Georgia also. Had a car that would run, maybe not run, run when it wanted to. Anytime I'd go anywhere, I had to rent something living on the edge completely after Laura's death even before her death really and just could use a friend friends Gabriel knew my situation about, about the car he said, he said, you need a way to go. You need, you need a way to go. Not just to the store or back from the store or down the street. You need a way to go. You want to go somewhere? You can get in there. You can go anytime you want to, baby. That's just what he said. He came here about two months ago and bought me the truck, a dream truck of my life. <laughs> uh, a, a, a Sierra Denali. Yeah, I've always wanted that truck, always. But the price was just outrageous. That's a $70,000 truck, guys. He took me to the lot. He said, wherever you want to go, if you want a car, if you want a truck, you let me know. He said, you need somewhere to go. He didn't sit there and say, where are the people? Where's your friends? Where's your family? He didn't do that. He didn't ask all those questions. God just let him came to the rescue to do things for me. So I started to explain these things to the family member. I started to explain these things to the family member. Then what I did, I said, during my birthday, let me take you back a little bit during my birthday when they lived in Arizona. The mom, the mother, the father, these people up in their age, Amanda, who is my best friend, her son, Lindsay, who was studying at Princeton University took off so they all could be here for me on my birthday because they know they knew how hard I was taking Laura's death because Laura was always there for me. 
they sacrificed to be with me the week of my birthday. The week. Now, you hear me? I didn't say an hour. I didn't say they called and said, happy birthday. Or sent the card. That's fine, too. But they traveled to be with me. A whole week treated me like a princess. Who does that? Who does that? So I began to explain to the family member. I went into more and more and more details about different things that they have done for me, that they still do for me. And this one that I'm going to tell you is the most important one of all. I was at my wits end four months ago. At my wits end. And I was praying, God, let somebody see this in a vision. God, please put me on somebody's heart. God, please. I went, not going to say how or what, where, who, or whatever. I went to two people. And the door was closed in my face. So I came back and cried. I said, God, you're God. If you be God, then you speak to someone and let them see that I need you, that I need a friend. I said, did I just need you, God? It wasn't two weeks later. Mrs. Allen, Anna Allen, Gabriel's mom, Amanda's mom, Lindsay's grandmother, she called me. She said, Gina, and this was in the middle of the night, like they know I get up and pray at 2 a.m. So they know I'm up. So she called from Arizona. They were still in Arizona at the time. And she said, Gina, Gina, I had this dream and I'm worried about you. I'm so worried about you. She said, God just woke me up and I'm worried about you. And I tried to play it off. I said, oh, mom, I'm okay. Really, don't worry. She said, no, Gina, no, no, no. I had this dream you were crying. And you were saying, God, help me. Where are the people? Help me. And when she said that, I broke down crying my eyes out because I know how I know it was God God showed her that dream I do not put people on pedestals but I thank God for people I thank God for this family who's been there for me So when people start asking me these questions, ask God. Don't ask me, ask God. He'll tell you. Because if we serve the same God that is, he will tell you. They want nothing from, Gabriel said, I want nothing from you. But to help you, that's all he wants. The guy loves me and I love him. I've loved him since 2005, but me being Regina, I have to be certain of God. Because I thought I was going to marry somebody else. I had another guy in my mind. Really, I did. But I guess apparently he wasn't the guy. You know, what can I say? (laughs) What can I say? 
But the next time you question my friends, the Allens, ask God. Because these people have, those people have been there for me in every conceivable way. And the only people, the only person I can compare them to with that giving and that love is Prophetess Mother A.B. Jackson. The reason I can compare them to Prophetess Mother A.B. Jackson because Mother was always there for us to, to help us. To, to, she didn't have a cap on what she would do for you. There was no cap. And I know people say, oh, they can do it. Those people have plenty of money. How do you know what they got? I don't talk too much about their business, not much. I do, I have to catch myself. Gabriel has taught me so much. Um, I spent a whole year, and I'm not going to go into it, but he spent a whole year getting my finances back together. Building up my portfolio back back up. You know, get, you know, getting things back on track for me. He told me, he said, you know, I don't want any any of your your assets, your monies, your anything. Whatever he came into my life with, whatever I got, I still got. Whoever is on my insurance policies are still on my insurance policies. I don't want all that stuff. He don't need it. But when you start questioning things about my friends whom I compare only to the love that Mother A.B. Jackson had. When you start that, then I want you to ask God. Because if we serve the same God, then God's going to tell you. I don't have to say a word. So as I begin to tell the family member all of that, you could hear a pin drop. Because they traveled to be with me for a whole week. Gifts and everything in tow. Pay for their own hotel room and everything. Pay for their trip to come here. Everything. I couldn't even get some people that lived here to even call to say happy birthday. Come on, guys. Don't sit back and murmur or talk about something that you don't know. That's a dangerous thing. I know what I know, and, I, and I'm not stupid. I'm not a foolish woman. I don't go out searching people online and all that stuff. No. I gotta know you. And I've known Gabriel for years and years and years. God told him in 2009 that I was the one. Showed him in a vision. Well, he showed me 2018. But I still waited a little bit because I was. T- I remember telling Laura, and Laura's like, "Oh, has he got any brothers?" <laughs> yeah, he got a brother. I, I wish I had to kind of turn her on to his brother, but yeah. Um, but don't don't judge a book by its cover, guys. I thank God for Mother Jackson. I thank God for her memory. I thank God for the things that she left with me the last year of her life. Because it instills something in me. It it let me know that no one else is going to stand before God but me. Me. Not Laura. Not Mother Jackson. 
not my dad, not my mom, not the Ellens, nobody but me. So anything I do and any decisions I make are on me. But when you want to start questioning my friends, then I suggest you go to God first. Because if we serve the same God, He'll let you know. These people have been so good to me. I'm going to continue to thank God for them. Some people say you put people on pedestals. I'm not putting anybody on a pedestal. They deserve to be on one. But I'm not putting anybody on a pedestal but God. God gets my glory. God gets my thanks. But I do thank God for them. Because when Miss Allen would see that dream... I was begging God. I said, God, let some of the Christians, God, show these people some of them. I was just at a wit's end. I'm not lying. And he showed of all the people. He could have showed other people, but they just looked the other way. So, again, don't listen to gossipers. Don't listen to other people. If people want to gossip to you, about somebody else that is very dangerous don't sit around and gossip about other people if you don't know what they're talking about what you're talking about you're just gossiping you don't know what you're talking about that's just that's really bad we all got to stand before the lord on that great day just you just me nobody else and We ain't got no heaven or hell to put nobody in. That final decision is made by God on that great day. And I hope people will remember that. Don't sit around gossiping and talking about other people. Please don't do that. And if you want to know something about a person, go to that source. Go to that person. Don't ignore them and be talking about them, but go and ask questions if you really want to know. If you really want to know. I felt to bring you this podcast today. It's not really a podcast. It's more story time. But it's called. The last things that Mother Abby Jackson said to me. And I'll never forget them. You're going to need a friend right down here. And her last things that she said to me is. You got to see God for yourself. When you pray you believe God. She told me that. I mean, she told me so many things in that three, almost four hour conversation that we had on the phone. I'll never forget it as long as I live. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening. I'm Regina Sworn. You can contact me at reginasworn.com and also send me an email at reginasworn at yahoo.com. God bless you.